Welcome back to the Jim Leach Show. Yesterday, we had uh, a great conversation with some of the folks from the Coalition of Rainbow Alliances here in Springfield and organizers of the upcoming event, Putting on the Ritz. Well, we want to continue that conversation today with some other individuals who are involved in the organization and the event because we want to delve a little bit more deeply into one of the best parts of the uh, annual Putting on the Ritz event. Well, annual except when there's a pandemic going on. Uh, and that is the awards that are handed out uh, for uh, exemplary uh, service to the cause of justice and equity and civil rights and uh, and on and on it goes. Uh, but before we get into all of that, let's welcome our guests here, Burt Morton, another co-chair with Putting on the Ritz, and Robert Weiss, who is the program director for the Putting on the Ritz 2022 event. Thank you both for being here. Great to have you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Bert, I want to start with you. Uh, just to recap for anybody who missed the conversation yesterday, a little bit of background on the Coalition of Rainbow Alliances, CORAL, here in Springfield, and about the Putting on the Ritz event. Uh, take us uh, back and walk us through a brief history. Uh, CORAL uh, actually uh, began in about 2000, uh, but became a, a real group of people after they've organized at the Rock and Roll Hardies on Stevenson Drive in 2002. Uh, early in the year, there was no mention of them, and by the uh, Thanksgiving dinner that had been held over the years, Carl was the sponsor. So we have traced our history back solidly to uh, Thanksgiving of 2002. 20 years, by the way. That's a, that's a, a great milestone. It is a great milestone, and it's one that uh, leaves us, uh, those of us who've been with the uh, program that long, uh, uh, with a lot of history to share and a lot of a, a lot of joy to celebrate at this year's Ritz. One of the things we uh, talked about uh, with uh, with Jim Barr yesterday was just the the total level of support for Coral for your your mission here locally, uh, and we stumped the band a little bit because there's just so much, and it's been growing year after year after year. But you've actually done a little research. Well, I did. I did because. As I listened to Jim uh, talk about the organization, I was I was happy to know that he had so many things on his mind and so many people he could have mentioned that he had trouble picking one in front of a mic. And I knew how that was going to be for me in case you asked me the question, Jim. <laughs> so I, I did a little look, uh, look. I went back to what we had established uh, in the early 2000s and uh, had kept up until 2018 when we began food collections, and, or 2019 when we canceled our writs and began food collections and the rest of it. It hadn't been maintained uh, that, that year. But in 2018, we had 26 organizations, churches, and social service uh, and health uh, groups that were saying that they were allied with CORAL. Uh, that, uh, Rob tells me, is probably a little low at this point, but we'll go with 26 for today's answer for you, uh, Jim. Well, uh, and, and it's uh, just indicative of the level of support. And again, people coming from all walks of life to say, uh, this is important. We believe in equity. We believe in justice. We believe in representation. Uh, you're right. And, and one of the things that I can add on that is at the time we were keeping a simple list of friends. And as we mined the community for support for the Ritz, uh, we added many people to that. In 2018, before we, again, before the pandemic, our list of, of uh, Coral's friends were 134. Those were businesses who absolutely had told us, we are a friend of Coral's. Uh, now, uh, we are 
overwhelmed with uh, uh, trying to get all of their advertisements into the dinner program, and we're looking. I, I will have to re redo that uh, list after the, after the Ritz. Well, every year, putting on the Ritz is a, a celebration of all of that, of that community support, and of the people who have gone the extra mile uh, to help out the LGBTQ plus community here locally. I want to bring Robert Wise into this as the program director for Ritz 2022, and what does that entail? What does that job mean when you're helping to put this all together? Well, I, I think the, the primary focus for me is uh, making sure that we've got a smooth program so that we're ensuring that everybody has a good time. But we're also making sure that we're uh, honor, honoring our history and our legacy and that we're setting the right tone. This is sort of like for us, sort of like a kickoff for the coming year. And what are the things that we want to see happen and achieve and celebrating with our community members? So the idea of this event is to have some fun, but also recognize and honor some people that have really made a difference in our community and no pressure or anything but you're <laughs> you're making up for a lot of lost time because of course uh, the the 2020 edition you were just days away from it when the pandemic hit and everything kind of went to hell in a handbasket oh. <laughs> uh, and it had to be canceled again last year because right. of the pandemic so this is the the first time in three years you're able to gather uh, and have this event here uh, and that does mean you know there's there's a lot riding on this folks have really missed this event oh Jim it was wild as you I'm sure you, you can imagine just a, a less than a month before that event and then we had to immediately shift everything and um, as uh, April said yesterday she and her partner Paula had come up with the idea of everyone counts which means that we want to include everyone and then Bert very wisely when it came to this year's event added still <laughs> to everyone still counts because that theme is so important for us to reemphasize and influence the way I interpret still for uh, this year's program is that we are a group of people who are persistent and resilient, and we're going to push through what we have to push through and still be here. And so that's the, what we're celebrating this coming year, is how we all still count and we still have a presence at the table. So that's that's kind of the idea behind our theme this year. We're talking with Burt Morton and Robert Weiss. So with Putting on the Ritz 2022, the Springfield Coalition of Rainbow Alliances event coming up on March 26th at the Crown Plaza. We'll have ticket details coming up here in just a moment. Uh, and Robert, as you mentioned, uh, it is about uh, music and food and, and community, getting together, having a good time, a lot of laughs. But it's also about recognizing uh, people mm -hmm. who've made a real difference in the community. And there are uh, several awards to be handed out here. And I'll, I'll I'll let either of you, you know, want to jump in on this, uh, but let's start by talking about the uh, the Community Service Awards. Well, the Community Service Awards are offered uh, by Springfield uh, Coral uh, each uh, uh, Ritz, and they normally are uh, uh, just two awards because uh, uh, we limit ourselves. Uh, award presentations sometimes get a little long and, and tiring, and, and it's also important to pick two people who really have done something during the year that makes it important. Uh, we've honored such people as t uh, Cecilia Tumulty for her, the, her work on the human rights ordinances back in 2003. Uh, and coming forward, we've had Tracy Bain from Chicago with her Windy City Times. And we've had Polly Poskins with all her advocacy for women and, and the community. And, and we've had uh, Jim Leach, a, a person <laughs> that I, I once didn't know, but then uh, said that the gay float deserved the kudos of the week. And he became a friend of the community immediately. Um, We've had Martha Miller, a professor and author and, and community activist, and lots of people on that list uh, over the uh, years that we've given them out, uh, since 2003, actually. 
And uh, we're looking forward to, well, Fletcher Farrar and, and uh, Patty and uh, Terry from uh, Landscape, um, Designer Landscapes, uh, uh, were last year's, uh, or, or the last time we gave them, in 2019. So lots and lots of, of really important people doing really day-in, day-out work to protect human rights. And, and I look at it that way. I say human rights because LGBT rights are human rights. And as we look at it, uh, I'm concerned. You know, we look at what's happening with rights in the, in the Ukraine right now, and we saw what happens when these uh, lies and rumors and misinformation get out of hand. And, of course, you as a, as a media person are understanding your rights as a media uh, can, can be instantly shut down by the the wrong approach to democracy no and question. so uh, when we get it uh, you know sometimes it sounds like we're we're talking about a right for a particular group but these are rights for all people and and that's one of the joys of of growing older and it's one of the joys of of seeing that uh, what everybody is doing it still counts. Well, it's one of the, the great honors of my career to have been recognized in this way and to be in such extraordinary company, and I, I can't thank you enough for that. Uh, are, are you able to uh, reveal who will be receiving those awards this year, or is that kept a, a secret for the night of the event? Well, those, because of the night of the event, we, we really are keeping their secret. Okay. The exciting part about it is, right. is that we have uh, chosen people for each of those three years that we've, that we've been unable to award great. them. Uh, and our big and our biggest problem right now is uh, for that award is that supply and uh, demand has taken the award that we normally choose chosen and we may have to substitute it for a different award. So I've been on the phone all afternoon with the award people trying to select an alternative award because uh, they're no longer available. Otherwise, that. you have to get out your glue and your popsicle that, sticks. That's right. And, we know. may we may have to do that, but uh, it's it's kind of an exciting thing. Uh, so we're keeping that secret. And uh, so uh, it'll even be exciting to see what the awards are when when they come in the box for me. <laughs> <laughs> there is another award that's going to be uh, handed out, though, at the event on March 26th. And this is very special called the Ruth Ellis Award. Tell me about that. Well, I'll pass that over to, to uh, Rob. Right. So um, I don't think it's uh, I, I don't think I'm talking out of turn. We had decided that we wanted to honor and recognize our governor for all the amazing and hard work that he's done, uh, advancing the rights for LGBT uh, individuals as well as uh, many other populations. And so uh, we decided first that, okay, we want to do something special for our governor and recognize him. And then uh, one of our members, Tim Bill, came up with uh, uh, the name of the award with the Ruth Ellis Award. And as we've researched Ruth Ellis, we We've learned that she is perfect for this year's celebration. First, uh, one of the things I'd want to mention is she loved to dance, and so we will be dancing uh, at our event um, uh, as we traditionally always do. But some interesting things that people might uh, find interesting about Ruth Ellis, she was raised here in Springfield. She was born July 23rd, 1899, so not a century ago, the century before that. And um, she uh, grew up here. She graduated from high school here in 1919. She came from a very 
solid, hardworking family where education and advocacy was important. Her father was the first African-American mailman in Springfield and was intentional to make changes and differences uh, in his place of employment, which I think is important. She continued to stay here and worked at a printing company uh, while she was uh, still here in Springfield. But then she moved to Detroit when her brother suggested that she might find better uh, employment opportunities there. And she did. She started her own printing business there. Uh, when she bought her home with her partner of 23 years, they bought, they converted the lower part of their house into a place where LGBT youth could come and hang out. Um, she was known for being a gay advocate before gay advocacy was even a thing. This is the circuit 1920s, 1930s, somewhere in there. And again, remarkable uh, in that era, virtually unheard of. Right, right. And if people are curious to know more about Ruth Ellis, uh, there's two places I'd suggest looking. There's a documentary on YouTube called Living with Pride, Ruth Ellis at 100, because she lived to be well over 100 years old. Wow. And would dance... If you look at that documentary, it's the first thing she's doing. She's dancing. <laughs> uh, Center for Lincoln Studies here at UIS also has a display of hers um, <clears throat> that you can walk in and see. In fact, it's how I learned about Ruth Ellis first, was seeing uh, that, that display that shares her, her story and has an image of her. And so there's a lot here to celebrate uh, about the kinds of awards we're giving. I, and I think one of the things we want to highlight is the persistence that some of the people that we're recognizing have had over the years, just as Ruth Ellis did. And so it's it's a perfect it's a perfect legacy to celebrate uh it's also about uh being able to celebrate not only a person from one aspect but a variety of aspects that we're all well-rounded individuals that come from all different walks of life, and we're all there to lift each other up. And I think that's the story that we want to share and celebrate. And so that uh, honor is being bestowed on Governor J.B. Pritzker this year. Now, to the best of our knowledge, he's not able to be in attendance at the event? That is uh, correct. We will have representatives. We're still working on a daily basis. In fact, I've had three emails today from the uh, uh, governor's office to uh, share with me that uh, they're going to take care of us. They're going to make sure that they're people there to accept the award. So we're kind of excited about that as well. Well, again, a a very important, a meaningful night uh, to acknowledge uh, all of those efforts and, again, to to, to celebrate and to look to the future. It's called Putting on the Ritz. It's going to be March 26th at the Crown Plaza. So, Bert, how do people get tickets for the event? Uh, Tickets can be uh, uh, purchased. uh, uh, Actually, they'll be direct purchasing and we'll be uh, finding information on our website. That's springfieldcoral.org. or they can reach me directly by phone uh, if uh, they're interested to buy uh, purchase tickets or uh, information on it at uh, 217-741-4603. Okay, 217-741-4603 or, again, springfieldcoral.org to get information online to get your tickets for Putting on the Ritz 2022 at the Crown Plaza on March 26th. Burt Morton, Robert Wise, thank you both so much. Uh, best of luck on the uh, event. going to be a, a great time uh, and an important uh, event here in our community. Thanks again. Thank you, thank Jim. You.